Penn State's running game is going to see north of 300 yards against Delaware. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, that is right. You are Locked On Nittany Lions. Thanks so much for making us your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Seiko, covering all things Penn State football. We'll be at the game on Saturday to take it all in and bring the reaction for Penn State when they dominate Delaware when all is said and done. But uh, it's going to be an interesting game, even though it is against an FCS opponent. And it's going to be a nice precedent to see how Penn State will fare going into one of its more important games in Illinois. Now, Penn State... Uh, they are going to have their way with Delaware, especially on the ground. And there's quite a few reasons why uh, size and speed on the defense are going to pay dividends for the Nittany Lions. And then I'll have my official score prediction at the end. We all know that Penn State's going to win, but how is it going to happen? What's going to ultimately contribute? So let's go through a quick overview before we talk about why Penn State's offense is going to be so dominant on the ground, uh, two players uh, that you can probably think of, 10 and 13 uh, are the hints. But no spread, no total for this game, okay? I, I thought this was very interesting at the time of this episode going up here uh, for on Friday. And I really thought that Penn State would have maybe something uh, of a 45-point spread or so. They're not going to. It's, it's that kind of game. Uh, but it is a noon kickoff on Peacock, NBC's streaming affiliate. Make sure that you are subscribed for that uh, if you want to watch the game. This is not part of your typical cable package. Uh, the weather, as of right now, according to I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the AI, the IBM Watson. They have 30 to 50 percent scattered and isolated thunderstorms for the entire day from noon on. So. You might want to bring a rain poncho. You might want to bring in, a, I don't know about an umbrella with with thunderstorms, but uh, maybe, I don't know if we're going to see delays or anything. I just don't want to speak it into existence. I want Penn State to get into Beaver Stadium and get out and play this game. I really don't want it to linger on against Delaware, okay? May I mind you, Delaware, the Blue Hens. Penn State is 1-0. We know this, 38-15 to over West Virginia from week one. Delaware with an impressive win over Stony Brook, 37-13. to And... Delaware is ranked 19th in the FCS rankings, Penn State number seven in the AP top 25. No movement, probably because Florida State ends up jumping up those few spots after beating LSU the way they did on primetime television. And Delaware's head coach is Ryan Carty in his second season, graduated uh, from Delaware. But now Penn State's offense versus Delaware's defense. We're going to compare the matchups in the second segment. We'll talk about Penn State's defense against the Blue Hens offense. Uh, now, Stony Brook may have lost to Delaware, but when you watch the tape, when you watch that game itself, Stony Brook actually ripped off some pretty impressive runs, and there's a reason for that, the way that Delaware schemes itself up defensively. But from Penn State's point of view, when you have Nicholas Singleton and Catron Allen, it's going to be pretty easy. Now, for the Nittany Lions, uh, Singleton had 13 carries, 70 yards, one touchdown, and everybody's takeaway, and then Catron Allen to that effect, too. 10 carries, 51 yards, no touchdowns for Catron Allen. Oh, the running game's washed, or it just didn't have it. should have had its way with West Virginia. West Virginia 
was playing cover zero. They stacked the box. They dared Drew Aller to beat them, and he did. So that was a Drew Aller type of game. For Delaware, the way that they schemed themselves up, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, right? I thought that Penn State, I thought I was very confident that Singleton and Allen would have 100 yards each against West Virginia this time. I can confidently say that against Delaware because there will be more opportunities on the ground because of the weather, because of the way that Delaware plays defense. Delaware plays a 3-3-5. That's three down defensive linemen, three linebackers, and five defensive backs, Okay. That does not, that is, this is a situational opportunity for Penn State to be very effective on the ground with the talent they have at running back and then the size at the offensive line. But West Virginia playing its traditional 4-3 defense, you stack the box with more players. For, for Delaware, because of the way that they run defense, they run a spread offense and they run a spread defense. It's because of the way that they play FCS football. So it matches the style of football that they're playing against, that they're playing for, and that they're playing against. And for Penn State, I mean, this just benefits them, okay? <laughs> it's really it. So yes, Delaware will shift some more guys into the box, but that's where size comes into play, okay? Penn State has been running already. We saw it, okay? We talked about it on previous episodes. The everydayers know this. I really appreciate you being an everydayer because you've been able to follow along this Penn State storyline. But Penn State is running more 12 personnel, and we saw a little bit of the 22 personnel, meaning that there are two tight ends, and then there are two running backs to go along with those two tight ends, okay? Theo Johnson and Tyler Warren are on the field a lot. They're going away from three wide receiver packages. Now, we've seen that. But you're going to see a lot more 12 personnel. You're probably going to see some 22 personnel against the likes of Delaware because it benefits Penn State in this situation, okay? Uh, Penn State, now with the size, with the added size of Theo Johnson and Tyler Warren, goes along with the offensive line. And it's not really about Penn State's offensive line being big. It's about the front three for Delaware, it's a size nightmare for the Blue Hens, okay? Delaware's three down defensive linemen. I'll give you their, their weight totals here. 264, 277, and 262. Okay, that's not, that's not very big, all right? It, it's going to be a, a struggle for those three down defensive linemen. Uh, they do have a backup that lists at 290, but I think Penn State is not going to have any issues getting to the second level and those offensive linemen getting a hand on the linebackers and then those tiny defensive backs. But then you have Tyler Warren, you have Theo Johnson, you have Khalil Dinkins. Any of those guys will be able, when you get a hat on a hat against the defender, uh, the T formation would blow this defense out of the water. But I, I don't think we're going to need to see a lot of the uh, T formation. Uh, Drew Aller will, will be himself, right? I don't expect a lot out of him. I am expecting ground and pound, a lot of opportunities for Nicholas Singleton, Katron Allen, Trey Potts. We'll even get to see Tank Smith and maybe even Tyler Holtzworth. But Drew Aller, to go along with the offensive line, just being so much bigger, okay, He'll be able to go through his progressions. He'll be able to pick his spots. He'll be upright. I, I guess a bold prediction in this case, and maybe I'm getting it too ahead of myself because the prediction segment is in the third part of the show, but I don't think Drew Aller is going to get sacked in this game. I'd be very surprised if he did. Pass catchers will have time to get open, and Drew will be able to stand back there and read the defense like a book. Play action will be the dagger for the Blue Hens game plan. As for the tight ends, uh, we'll go back to them for a second. They had a quiet game against West Virginia. I thought they were going to have a big day, and I've addressed I addressed that in the previous episode. But they, since there was a lot of cover zero, the tight ends had to stay in in the block. Okay, 
they're going to have opportunities to go out and catch passes. It could be any of them. It could be Johnson. It could be Warren. It could be Khalil Dinkins. Uh, it could be Jerry Cross. So really any of those guys could benefit from the game against the Blue Hens. And the backup offense will be in by the fourth quarter. Okay, so last year against Ohio, this we saw Drew Aller come in right out of the gate to start the second half or very close to it at the point of kickoff. And you want Drew Aller to continue to get the reps. So I don't want to see him out of the game really early. I'd like to see him play all the way until the start of the fourth quarter. Then Bo Prabula can take over because that offense still needs to make sure that they mesh, that they gel because Big Ten football opens up the following Saturday on the road. I might add Illinois is a respectable team with a respectable coach. Okay, so keep that offense out there, that first team offense. Let Bo Perbula run things with the first team offense as well, because that second team offense is so run oriented because Bo Perbula is a mobile quarterback. It looks like a completely different defense. Bo Perbula and that second team offense could have two more touchdowns to go along with what Drew Aller and the first stringers will be able to do. So it's obvious the players to watch here are the running backs. And the offensive line and the tight ends, just the size, the speed are going to be too much to handle for the fight in Blue Hens. Okay. Uh, Nicholas Singleton, Catron Allen, that entire offensive line, any of the tight ends could, could have a day. It's just, there's going to be a little resistance. And part of that has to do with the scheme that Delaware runs. It is locked on Nittany Lions. Now we're going to talk the defense and it's going to be interesting because it's not so much the size on the defensive line that is going to benefit. It's actually going to be in the defensive backfield where the size is going to matter. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But first, let's hear from our sponsor of today's episode, and that is Nutrafol. Uh, you don't have to choose anymore between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides that solution, whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through that whole body health. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. And Locked On is amping up college football coverage. College football is back and each Friday, that includes today, when this episode is going up, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on every single Locked On College YouTube channel, Locked On College Football Live. We'll cover college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in depth, like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts, covering their team every day. So that'll be right here on this channel, too. Find Locked On College live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any of the Locked On College football channel, on the, any of the Locked On College YouTube channels. You won't want to miss it. 
Now, Penn State's defense versus Delaware's offense. I like Delaware's offense a lot. I'll, I'll give them credit, okay? Ryan Carty brings in a, a fun system. They had a lot of success last year. They were a team that were they were not expected to do well, and, and the offense showed that they belong. And, and, I mean, they're ranked, okay? They put up 37 against Stony Brook. Like, this is an offense that, uh, for what it is worth, at the FCS level is very respectable. And Penn State does have to be aware of that because you don't want to be looking silly against an FCS team, okay? This is a team that is uh, very dependent on good quarterback play, and you need a lot of wide receivers to do a lot. You have to be, you have to own your responsibilities as a wide receiver, and you cannot mess up. There are a lot of moving parts in this offense. You will see a lot of three, four wide receiver sets. But given the weather, given Penn State is very good in the secondary, it's not going to be a fun day for, for Delaware. But here's where Penn State's defense does benefit against a matchup like Delaware, okay? First, their starting quarterback, Ryan O'Connor. Okay, Ryan O'Connor is not very mobile. And there's been a drop-off from the previous starter, Nolan Henderson. Nolan Henderson was really good a season ago, okay? Three to one touchdown to interception ratio, over 3,000 yards passing, and Henderson was second team all-conference in the CAA. All right. So far, he looks good, but he is he turnover prone, right? One touchdown to two interceptions against Stony Brook. Uh, Penn State's defensive backfield could feast on that, okay? I think of guys, okay, I know Kalen King, Johnny Dixon, Zachy Wheatley. All right. I think number six over the free safety spot when Penn State does bring out the multiple safeties to cover those additional wide receivers, because even even with the rain, Delaware is going to have to stick to script. They're going to have to stick to the game plan, especially when you're playing from behind. You can only run the ball so much. So there's going to be opportunities for the defensive backs to get their hands on that football. And I like a guy like Zachy Wheatley that sits back in zone, is able to just read the eyes of a shaky quarterback. Okay. I respect O'Connor, but he's no Nolan Henderson from a season ago. Delaware fans will be the first to tell you that. So Ryan O'Connor, I mean, Zachy Wheatley just has the chance to read the eyes of the quarterback, dissect what he's going to do while the cornerbacks are able to be on an island. So he can freelance, right? So Kalen King, Johnny Dixon can lock down their mans, and then Zachy Wheatley can kind of be that assassin, that freelancer that's able to roam over center field and then make the play, choose his spots where he wants to make a difference. And let, let's continue with that. The size of the defensive backs is very important, not the speed. Delaware's wide receivers are a little on the smaller side. They're all under 200 pounds. They're shorter. Okay, you know, five foot 11, six foot, but, and Penn State has the size to bully them at the line of scrimmage, okay? That'll go into the defensive line in just a second, but Kalen King, Johnny Dixon, Cam Miller, any of them, how about the safeties, okay? Jalen Reed, you, uh, you ask Keaton Ellis to go up to the line of scrimmage. When they press, when they press at the line of scrimmage, those wide receivers aren't able to get off the ball, okay? They are not able to get into their routes. And then when you have the defensive line, a Manny Diaz blitz happy defense coming after your quarterback who's not as mobile, might I mention, it opens up opportunities for uh, passes that are thrown errantly, that are thrown into tight coverage, mistakenly because you got pressure in your face from Chop Robinson or Adisa Isaac, whatever have you. And yeah. It, it'll turn into interceptions, but let's go into the defensive line here. Okay. The offensive line for Delaware full of veterans. 
Okay. This is a veteran laden group. They are actually, I, I respect the size. I like the size. Everybody's over 300 pounds plus. They even left starting left guard is listed at 352. But I'm not here to talk about the size of Delaware's offensive line because with, with that size, that's going to come at a disadvantage with the speed of Penn State's defense. Okay. So I, I, I'm looking at that speed. Chop Robinson and Adisa Isaac off the edge. You could blitz the linebackers. Okay. So even a guy like Abdul Carter factors in here. And uh, let's talk about Abdul Carter for a second because he had the marijuana possession misdemeanor. We'll see uh, how much he, because he was seen at practice, right? He was seen at practice. And I made a mention of this in a notebook that I wrote for happyvalleyinsider.com, Penn State Rivals, that I could see him being suspended for the first half. But that still opens up the door for anybody. It's Curtis, whether it's Curtis Jacobs, Tony Rojas. Okay, we're going to see a different little bit of different combination of linebackers out there. But uh, those guys are going to have a lot of fun being able to go with the blitz combinations because I, I don't think that the offensive line is going to be able to handle the speed of the defensive line and the blitz packages that Manny Diaz is going to throw at them. So that the press con the press coverage from the cornerbacks, the defensive backs combined with the speed of the pass rush, it's going to wreak havoc for anything that Delaware is going to try to do. But again, Delaware is, and let's talk about Delaware. So we mentioned Ryan O'Connor at the quarterback position. Overall, this is the offense. It's going to look going to be a spread offense. You're going to see a lot of shotgun. You're going to see three, four, maybe even five wide receiver sets. Okay. They like to spread the field because they have speed at the FCS level. They want to spread the field and use as much as that 53 yards horizontally as they can. They go quick. They go up tempo. They're going to roll the pocket to try to give O'Connor time. And they're going to try to get the ball out of his hands quickly. But that's where the press coverage does benefit them. They, they have three running backs that could see the field, that can carry the rock at any time. But know the name Marcus Yearns. Marcus Yearns has excellent vision. A secret fifth gear for FCS level, right? Wide receivers are all talented despite lacking the size. Their two top receivers returned from a year ago. Jordan Townsend, Chandler Harvin. Chandler Harvin had 100 yards against Stony Brook. Uh, but again, players to watch here, defensive backs and defensive ends for Penn State. And we're going to get to that prediction. Penn State wins, but by how much? Okay, we'll talk about that in just a second. But I want you to know about game time. Game time is the place to go for buying your tickets to your favorite events because they don't need it doesn't need to be stressful, okay? I game time is fast and easy when you want to buy tickets for any kind of event, whether it's sports, comedy, theater, music, you name it, GameTime has it all. Okay, the GameTime experience, I've used the app and you get flash deals, last second deals for any of those events. All you do is just got to swipe across and it will unlock an extra discount for you on your tickets. And then my favorite feature is actually the view you get to see from the app of where you would sit. So when you're going through the tickets and you want to see your options, you can see the view of the event from your hypothetical seats. Lowest price, event cancellation, protection, all of it included. Game time is the place to get those last second deals. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code Alaton College for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem that code locked on college for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
Locked on Nittany Lions is your go-to podcast for happyvalleyinsider.com, Penn State Rivals. Check it out. The notebook that I recently wrote, the previews, the predictions for uh, Penn State versus Delaware, and then we'll have cover. There will be coverage there for Penn State, Illinois, all of it at happyvalleyinsider.com. Become an everyday or subscribe to the channel or wherever you get your podcast. Follow along. Let me know in the comments what you think about this game, what the score prediction will be. Let's cut to the chase. Penn State's going to win this game 63-7. to Whether it's a rainy day, I know typically on bad weather days, the score gets lower and the clock churns, but because of the defense because that Delaware runs, because Penn State just has the size and the speed advantage, they're going to be able to run all over this Delaware defense. Okay. Poor weather benefits the Nittany Lions because that'll make more opportunities for Penn State to create turnovers. That'll also just, I mean, the ground game and the defense just benefit in general when it is really bad weather. So if rain is going to happen, if there's going to be inclement weather on, on this game day, uh, Penn State is going to benefit because of it, not in spite of it. Okay. Uh, Nicholas Singleton is going to have a 75 yard touchdown. Let's get to kind of the player props here. Uh, I I just think of it, Penn State starting off a drive. There's a touchback maybe to start the game, right? Maybe even the first play of the game, Delaware kicks it off and Penn State uh, is going to, Nicholas Singleton is going to break off a 75 yard touchdown right out of the gate or they punt a, they punt the ball into the end zone and they just go from there. There's going to be a 75 plus yard Nicholas Singleton running touchdown ground game combines for 300 plus yards said that at the top of the show that between Singleton Katron Allen, Trey Potts, you can get to the backups, Tank Smith, Tyler Holtzworth, that these guys are going to have easy sledding when it comes to running the football. Bo Prabula is going to have another rushing touchdown, so you now you can factor that in as well to go along. I mean, Penn State might even run for 400 yards in this case, okay? I think 300 is being generous. <laughs> I think it's on the little on the lower side, but when Bo Prabula comes into the game and he's a run-first quarterback and they have a run for and they're going to have the QB option, Delaware is not going to know what to do. And Bo Previula still needs to gain that experience as a quarterback himself running that Penn State offense. And it looks different from what they like to do with Drew Aller. Defense, I don't know that they're going to have as many sacks because I think Delaware is going to try to get the football out of O'Connor's hands as quickly as possible. So I'll give them four for the day. I don't think it's going to be something like six or seven sacks. I'll give them four sacks, especially if it's going to be uh, a rainy day in Beaver Stadium uh, and at least two turnovers. Okay, that could be a fumble. We already saw O'Connor uh, have two interceptions against Stony Brook. I'm thinking one fumble from a, from a sack and then an interception at some point. So Penn State's defense will have a solid day against the FCS. Delaware fighting blue hands. But that is going to do it for Locked On Nittany Lions. Again, subscribe to the channel wherever you get your podcast. Leave a comment. Let me know your score prediction and we'll have instant recaps analysis and previews of illinois on the way it'll all be right here on locked on nittany lions